Well, hello. Oh, that's quite loud. Um, so I'm Amy, and for those of you who haven't met me before, um, I've been coming to Christchurch for about three years now, and I work with our amazing youth group, and I'm also on the PCC, and I'm the voice of the youth as well as part of the eco-church group. Um, and that's kind of why I'm here this evening, is to talk about why I think it's really important as Christians that we care for God's creation. To be honest, this wasn't something that I came to through my faith. This was actually something that I came to realize because of the job that I do. Um, so I'm a designer, and while I was um, in my undergraduate studying about how to make beautiful products and you know be creative, I realized that I was just feeding the consumerism and just creating stuff that would eventually just end up in landfill. And that just didn't sit right with me from a designer's point of view that what I was creating was basically going to end up in the bin and it wasn't of value. So I decided that I wanted to go and continue to study but focusing more on people's experiences. And so that's kind of what I'm doing now is, is bettering people's experiences of life even if I can't make the planet constantly a better place. And as I was going through that master's degree, I realized that it wasn't actually enough, um, that I had to do something about that as well, that it was my responsibility as an individual to take action in this too. And as I started to put in place different actions, I started to realize that as a Christian, I should be believing this and, and doing this out of my faith, not just because of climate change and all the disastrous things that are happening around me. So, why as Christians should we care about creation? Well, I'm gonna take us through three reasons that are biblical, um, and then I'll also give us a couple of tips and tricks of things that I've been doing that I think are really easy and that everyone else can also kind of take on board. And if you're interested in this or you have other questions, like please come and talk to me afterwards, I'd be more than happy to talk about it because as Stuart said this morning in, in the morning um, meetings, it's so important to talk about it and to share this and to raise awareness. So that's kind of what I'm doing this evening with you guys and I'd love to continue the conversation after this. So my first point is that we should care for creation simply because God has commanded it. The very existence of the whole universe is because of God's creativity. And in Colossians 1, verses 16 and 17, it says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in, and in him all things hold together. So before I even talk about why I think God commanded us to do this, I think we should care for God's creation because he created it and out of love for him because he's worthy of it. Like he's, he created it. You know, if, you, if someone you love made something, why would you go and destroy it? Why would you go and, you know, be selfish and just be like, ah, oh, I'll just, you know, someone made a cake. Would you just grab a piece of the cake because you were hungry before it was ready to be served to everyone else? Probably not. So before we, you know, before we even think about that command, which is, um, 
is in Genesis 2, verse 15. It says, the Lord took man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work for it and to care for it. Simply, two chapters in, God says, do this. Care for my creation. Like, you're here to look after it. And if it's the first thing that God's asked us to do, surely that's got to mean something. As, as soon as we're created, God says, look after it. This, this is for you to be a part of. And even before that, verses, in chapters 1, 28, it said, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and every living creature that moves on the ground. You know, he says it twice in two chapters. It's got, it's got to be important. That, that responsibility has been there since the beginning of time. And it, it's, I believe it's got to mean something. But I don't believe we've been very good at it because of our selfish desires to do things our own way and, and to think of ourselves over other people. And what really stood out to me in Psalms 8, which is why I wanted to have that as our passage for this evening, was this. It says, you made them, humans that is, a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with honor and glory. You made them rulers over all of the works of your hand. You put everything under their feet. There's this one, one line in it that I'm going to repeat. So I think it's super important. You made them a little lower than the angels. Come on. Isn't that cool? Like, that's a responsibility. Like, hallelujah, we are so close to God. Surely, if that is how God created us, that responsibility is worthy, is worthy of us to do something about it. And, and as beings a little lower than the angels, we are meant to reflect God to his creation, to, to, the, to people, to, to the earth, but also to reflect the earth and, his, and people back to God. And I don't know about you, but I am more than happy to try and reflect, although I don't do it well, reflect a good God back to the earth, back to people. I don't know how I feel about reflecting such a broken planet back to God. Because I know he's worthy of more. And so that's why I want to do something about it. So that's point one. God commanded us to. Point two. I believe that we should care for creation because it comes out of love for caring for the needy, for the poor, for those who don't have as much as we do. And this is something that Stuart spoke on extremely well on this morning. So if you want to know more about that, go and listen to his talk as well, because it's really good. So in Proverbs 31, verses 9, 8 and 9, it says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up, judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Did you know 1% of the world's, the richest 1% of the world produce twice as much CO2 as 50% of the world? The richest 1%, twice as much as 50% of people. And right now, it's the poorest countries that are the ones that are struggling the most. They are the ones feeling the effect of climate change. But they're not the ones causing it. It's just so unfair. 
And, and because of climate change, they're experiencing extreme drought, extreme flooding, which is causing famine, and then even more conflict. Like there might have been conflict before, but now it is heightened because no one has access to food or water because of us, because of us. And as Christians, yes, we have been great at providing disaster relief and we have been for, for years and years. But that's just not enough anymore. Not enough when we're causing the problem. So I believe that we need to address the underlying problem of this. And, and that's us. So if we want to be able to stand up for the needy and help those whose voices aren't being heard, we have to do something about it. We need to take action and start caring for God's creation. And my third and final point is that caring for God's creation is amazing missional work. You don't have to go to another country. You don't have to go and actually help the poor and needy. You can do it right here, right now. So some of you might be sat there thinking, well, God promises a new creation. What does it matter? And I've got many arguments for that one. <laughs> so yes, in Revelation 21 verse 5, it says, God is making all things new. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he still commanded it. So yes, God is going to create and restore creation back to the fullness of what he originally, originally designed. Just as Jesus' body showed the wounds of his earthly life, so, so could our world. And, and I don't know about you, but I want to try and reduce those scars as much as possible before that time. I don't want God to be left with a world that is not whole and as he created, even though he can. I don't want to leave him with that. I don't want to be part of that problem. So the reason that I believe that caring for God's creation is a missional activity is because it shows that God cares about the things that humanity care about. Especially for our younger generation. Like, I know how much you guys care about it. I know how much you fear for a future. But doesn't God care more for your future? Doesn't God care more about the world that he created than you guys? And I don't know about you, but I don't think as Christians we show that enough. Just imagine what the world would see if we were leaders in climate change. If we were the ones at the forefront pushing out policies. Like, what if we were the ones? Wouldn't that be such an amazing witness of our God who cares so much more than us and, about, and then you guys as well? Like, you guys care way more about the rest of us. But God cares a billion times more. And I think it's so important that as adults, we take responsibility for that. That we show our future that we care about you guys. I saw on Instagram earlier this week that the hashtag being used for COP26 is a message of hope. Yes, it is a message of hope. Hopefully, we'll be able to, through policy change, try and wrong some of the, like, right some of the wrongs that we've created. But our message of hope, our gospel message of hope is so much bigger. And, and people aren't going to want to listen to that if they don't see that we care. 
they need to see that we care about creation because that is our in. When they see they care that we care, they're going to be all ears because why do you care so much? Because our God cares. Okay, so all of that aside, how do we actually make a difference? How do we make a difference? Well, the biggest thing we can do is to pray. We can pray for our leaders. We can talk to our leaders. We need to make this known. And we need God to do that. We need leaders to make policy change so that companies have to change to become more sustainable. And that is through talking about it and through prayer. Another really simple thing is just voting with your money. What you buy says so much about your values. Put your money where your mouth is. If you want to be sustainable, support the companies who are doing their best to be sustainable. Yes, it might cost more, but it's actually ethical. It's actually making an impact. We're not ripping off the rest of the planet. We're not ripping off people that way. And one way to do that is to buy secondhand. If you can't afford to buy it new from a sustainable company, buy it secondhand. Exhibit A. That can be clothes, furniture, toys, technology, anything. Buy it secondhand. Because you're saving it from going in the bin. Some designer has spent a long time on this. They don't want it thrown in the bin after seven wears. Another simple thing is just to switch over to a renewable energy supplier. They exist. They're the same price, if not cheaper. And finally, food waste. It is the number one simple thing that we can do to make an impact. A third of food is wasted before it even reaches our table. So try not to throw away any more food. <laughs> because we could actually feed everyone on this planet without having to produce more food because a third of it is thrown away. 10% of that is needed to feed the rest of the world. It's simple, it's easy. There's, we don't have to change that much to become sustainable. And I could go on, there are so many different ways to make a positive impact on this planet. So if you want to talk to me afterwards, I'd be all ears. I'd love to listen and help. So to recap, the three reasons that I think as Christians we should care for creation are because God commanded us to, first and foremost. By doing so, we are caring for the poor and the needy. And thirdly, it's missional. Father, I just thank you that you care so much more than us. That you are the one who has the power to fix it, but you still let us be a part of that. And I pray that as we go away from here, our hearts are stirred into action. That we find simple ways to be your voice and your light to those around us to show that you care more than anyone else on this planet. We thank you for your new creation, that you desire to make this whole and this new. And we pray that you help us to, to reduce those scars. Yeah, Father, I just pray for our hearts to be broken for what breaks yours, which is this injustice that we are causing in the world through our neglect and through our selfishness. In your name, Jesus, we just pray a revival of this church to become more missional in our action for climate change. Amen.